It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Welcome to Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotsi, founder of the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Dr. Hotsi has got a special guest on today, Pastor Pulaski, a Canadian pastor who was recently arrested for, of all things, holding a church service. So he is here to tell his story. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Stacey, and thank you for joining us today. I'm so excited to have our, uh, the, our guest on this Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution program today. He's a pastor, a Christian pastor in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. You may have seen Pastor Artur Polovsky from Calgary. You may have seen him on videos over the last several weeks where his church has been and his services have been interrupted by the police from Calgary, and he stood up to them and ran them off and they put their tails between their legs and ran two different times. And then the uh, Calgary board of, I guess, police or their, or their political board issued that he was going to have to stop his services or they would arrest him. And he had a service last week. And when he left the service, he's driving down the street with his brother and he gets pulled over by six different cop cars. And they arrest him in the middle of the street, put him in handcuffs, and drag him off. This should infuriate every Christian in the world that this is happening, particularly those of us that live in the United States and live in Canada where, Canada, where we're supposed to have religious freedom. So, Dr. Polosky, uh, you pastor two churches there in Calgary, and you're very evangelical. I see that you have a street church ministries where you go out into the communities, into the neighborhoods, and your people share Christ and share the gospel and do and and, and preach on the street and have and I've seen the uh, the marches for Jesus that you have in Calgary. So you have been bold in your in your faith. You tell us about your background. You come out of Poland. You came out of a you when it was under communist control. Tell us about your background and tell us what's going on in Calgary Calgary right now and tell us. How you stood up against them? Are there any other ministers that have stood up against them in Canada? And what can we do to help you, sir? Yes, there has been few pastors, few, a handful of them that are rising up and standing up. More are joining, however. There is a spiritual awakening happening, a spiritual revolution, if you will, uprising, a solidarity movement. More and more people are realizing that this is not going away, that those people are not stopping and uh, joining our ranks. We have sometimes thousands of people during our rallies and protests and marches and uh, different other things that we're trying to do to awaken the population. We have the most liberal, communistic government in this country right now under the leadership of the Premier Jason Kenney, who is cracking on Christianity left and right. Another pastor was arrested two days ago, Sunday, just because he opened his church. Another pastor was six weeks in uh, maximum uh, prison in Edmonton for him opening a church as well. As you know, I was dragged from the streets with my brother David for inciting people to come to church and 
for opening the church and preaching to the people. We feed thousands of people on the streets of Calgary under the umbrella of a ministry that I started in 2005. It's called Street Church. We have over 40 churches like this in different countries, different continents. Well, we go with the gospel, but we also go with food and barbecues and music. And we are the church for the poor, for the homeless. And we feed them. We just don't tell them God loves you. But we also manifest that with the tangible means, giving them necessities of life. And I also teach theology and history in our second location called the Cave of Adullam from the story of David when he was hiding from corrupted politicians as well, the King Saul, and he started his mighty man of valor, his army in the fortress called the Cave of Adullam. So we're trying to do the same thing. We're trying to spread the word around, rise men, raise them up, uh, clergymen, people, Christians that are willing to stand up and fight against this. I grew up behind the Iron Curtain. I grew up under the Soviet, the boots of the Soviets. I've seen this movie before, and I'm telling you, it's not pretty. They have destroyed my country. They have destroyed people. People are depressed. People are suicidal. They turned the whole nation into a very corrupted nation that was hooked on alcohol and constant lineups abuse of power, arrests, courts, intimidation, harassment. That's not the country you want to experience, you want to live at. You have to rise up. You have to stand up while you still can, because I'm telling you, Adolf Hitler was democratically elected in early 30s, and it took him about 10 years since he was uh, politically active to implement tyranny. What we are facing right now is a medical tyranny. They're using invisible enemy to subdue, to enslave, to eliminate the middle class, small and medium-sized businesses. What the communists want, and listen to me, because they're doing this right here in my country, in Canada, they're implementing this. What they need is two categories of people, extremely powerful, and the rich are getting richer. The big corporations have never been shut down through this whole ordeal, and they want a second population, which is slaves. They want to subdue people. They, they want to eliminate the middle class. Middle class are usually people highly educated, well-traveled. You, you cannot fool those types of people. And they have means to fight the government. They can hire lawyers. So they need to eliminate the wannabe tyrants. They want to eliminate the opposition. We have become the opposition. Church has become the opposition. I have become the opposition, enemy of the state, because I teach people. I teach people history. I tell them the real data, the real statistics. They're saying that we're in the middle of the global pandemic. In the city of Calgary, we had the lowest, lowest admittance to ICU since 2015. Last year, we had less hospitalizations than in 2018 and 2019. This is a lie. They're using invisible enemy to destroy you. They're coming after you. They're coming after pastors. They're coming after Christians because Christians, Jesus, God competes with their with their God and their God, their state religion is the party. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, this we have to you even dig deeper. And as I've done deeper and deeper into this, it's really the age old battle between good and evil, between God and his king, Jesus Christ and between Satan and all the forces of darkness. And that's just the way it is. There are literally demonic forces going on that are that that people worship. I mean, there's another side of the story. Just like you at your church and at our church worship 
the kingship and worship the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and exalt him. There are others that do just the opposite. They hate God. They hate all he stands for. That's all in, of course, Psalms 2, about how they hate the Lord and they hate his anointed, and they want to fight against him. They want to cast away their cords in every way. Of course, God holds them in derision and laughs at them. We know that. We know how the story ends. But we're fighting really against not just people that are misguided. These are people that are treacherously evil and diabolical and wicked in their thought processes, in their lives, in their souls, and in their spirits. Are they so far gone that they can't come back and be redeemed? I don't know, sir. But I know when you get involved into satanic cults and all that and friends, that may sound crazy, but that is going on in America today. It's going on around the world and they want to destroy anything that is related to the Christian church. And that's why Dr. Pulaski, or Pastor Pulaski, has been under attack, and that's why the churches in Canada and in the United States have been under a terrible attack, because they want to shut us down. And basically, most of the pastors, most of the pastors, and I say shame on you pastors, have given in. They wore the mask, they separated, they closed their churches down, they submitted not to God and his standard, but they submitted to the state and its standards. Why do you think that is, Pastor? Why do you think the pastors and the vast majority of pastors in Canada and in the United States lack courage and are unwilling to stand against this perpetration of evil that's been, uh, this evil that's been perpetrated by the government authorities upon us? Why do you think that is? Well, the church has fallen very, very far from the biblical truth. So that's the number one thing. There is very little truth, very little biblical truth being preached from the pulpit. Second, the church has been switched into an entertainment center. So the whole purpose is we will entertain you. We will make you feel good. You come here, you give your tithes, and we're going to entertain you. If you want me to juggle, I will juggle. Pastor's turn into a motivational speakers instead of the truth speakers. Right now, the truth is very unpopular, politically incorrect. So they don't want to give you the whole truth because they will lose the money. The churches are being run as corporations. And listen to a guy, I used to own a number of corporations, and I'm telling you there is no difference uh, right now between the church and the corporation. It's run by the boards. The boards are looking how to make the profit even bigger and in order to make the profit bigger you cannot talk about certain things that are very unpopular because you're going to lose the crowd you're going to lose the tides you're going to lose their wallets i was told i was told many times by the pastors you got to preach to the people's wallets when you preach to their wallets they will happy give you the money and then you can preach about whatever you want to preach but that's not the case they have compromised they walked away from god so they think they're doing this so they can get the money so they can go and preach the truth but they never do because this game never ends they want more and more and more another jet another money another house another car and that's how the business is, is being done so they walked away from truth they're not interested in telling you what's really going on because that will cost them money Right now, the pastors are not real shepherds. The pastors have turned to be the hired guns. It's just a job for them. When uh, preaching the gospel becomes your job, you're completely out of the kingdom of God. And when the enemy comes, 
then you're terrified and you run for your life. You run because you don't want to lose. You don't want to pay the price. Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow me daily. They don't want to pay the price. And right now, Christianity of today is a Christianity that is very shallow, very uninterested, selfish, self-centered, uninterested in the kingdom of God. It's about me, I, and myself. So you got pastors that are preaching to your selfishness. And when there is a time to pay the price, no one wants to pay the price because they're selfish, self-centered. They are the center of the universe. Universe. They go to God and they say, God, I want more and more and more. Give me, give me, give me. Instead of going to God and say, here I am, Lord, use me. What do you want me to do? I want to do what your heart is telling me to do. That was lost. And right now when the enemy showed up, the wolves showed up, the pastors took off and hid themselves. Also in the Revelation, it says cowardly will not inherit the kingdom of God. We have majority of the so-called shepherds, so-called leaders are cowards and sold out. They sold their inheritance of God for a bowl of soup yep. like Ezra. Well, Pastor... Where, where do you stand right now? I know they arrested you for for uh, holding a church service. Now this is uh, this happened in Canada, folks, and they've tried to do the same thing here in the United States. There are a few pastors that have stood up and opposed this. I think of Steve Smotherman out in uh, Albuquerque. I think of uh, Pastor John MacArthur, and there are other pastors around the country here in the United States that have stood up against the authorities and said. We're not going to follow your orders. You have no authority over the church. The church is independent of the state, and they have stood the ground. But the vast majority of the of the uh, churches and their and their boards and the pastors have just have basically thrown up the white flag and have said, "Whatever you want us to do, we'll do." And they've they have basically become subservient to the state. And uh, so so you've taken a stand, Pastor. Where do you? What's going to happen right now with you? you? They brought charges against you. Obviously, you got out on bail, I presume. So, tell us where you stand legally right now, and what can we do to help you financially? Have good attorneys. Well, right now I'm having 29 COVID tickets. I got three court orders, two injunctions, and two contempt of court order. So they arrested me and my brother, and. We are facing a trial next Wednesday. Uh, we have to appear before the court and, and the judge is going to hear our case. We have amazing lawyers uh, that are defending us. And Do you, we'll ha- do you have a right to a trial uh, from- in a, you, if, because you're under English law and you're not under uh, United States law? Do you have a right to a trial by jury? Yes. However, right now, because of the pandemic uh it's a virtual court so it's everything is done uh, electronically i mean it's it's craziness it's a macro well, listen, we don't do that here uh, i'm, I'm down here we're down here in texas and we're not doing that at all it's just crazy why y'all are doing that it's just out of control it's totally yeah. out of control it's like it is it's, in, it's, it's totally it's like in california yeah, new york and all these states in minnesota they're they're crazy these people are absolutely um Bat, bat, you know what? Crazy. That's exactly what they are. So, what can we do to help you? Where do we, where do we need to go online to be able to make uh, a, a donation, an investment in your work, in your uh, legal uh, f- uh, defense? You can uh, come and uh, donate using e-transfer, A-R-T at streetchurch.ca, A-R-T at streetchurch.ca. 
Uh, also, you can go to our website, www.streetchurch.ca, streetchurch.ca, and uh, you can send us a check. Uh, if you email me, I'll give you my, my office uh, address, so you can do that. We are hiring a second set of lawyers to start suing the government, police department, AHS. We are uh, becoming more aggressively uh, pursuing those villains because that's what they are. They're tyrants, and all of those politicians should be charged with treason. Amen they have to betrayed that. the people. They have turned against the people, and we're hiring uh, hiring lawyers to go after them, so people can help uh, in that way. And of course, pray for us. And also, uh, you can push politically if you know uh, you know people that are in political arena, people that are very well known. They can make phone calls to the to the federal government telling uh, Justin Trudeau that is fascinated with with China. He actually admires dictators. Oh, sure. His family, was, his family you, was communist. You can put... Yeah, they're communists. That whole, that whole bunch of... You can, uh, you can put push uh, politically and you can, um, you know, help that way. Of course, there's some people in America that want to do protests outside of embassies, Canadian embassies. I think that would help a lot to put international pressure on the Canadian government. Uh, pray for us because uh, this is not over. Not only we're facing courts and injunctions and contempts and, you know, 29 tickets, but we also, our house uh, was put on fire. They tried to burn us down here in Calgary. So we are in a serious fight and those people are not stopping. They want to murder us. They want to eliminate the voice that God has given it to us uh, to rally people. We are politically very, very involved. In our church alone, we have 11 candidates that are going to run in this upcoming election. And there will be hundreds of more candidates for the provincial election and federal election. We are working on this as we speak. So those wannabe tyrants have become very, very, um, you know, afraid of this movement. We have thousands of people showing up at the rallies, so they're cracking very hard, they're pushing for very hard, but we have to push even harder. Well, well, Pastor Pulaski, I praise God for you, and I just want to remind you about this, that, uh, listen, listen, this, and you'll know this from Psalm 24, and, and I know you're going to hold on to this. It says, lift up your heads, O gates, be lifted up ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts, strong and mighty. Jesus. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. So I know that God is going to protect you, hedge his angels about you, guard you, lift you up in their hands so they don't dash your foot against the stone. I know that you're going to be more than a conqueror in Christ and that no weapon formed against you will prosper. I am confident of that in Christ, and I pray that for you in Christ's name. I thank God for you. You've been a, a challenge to me and to literally hundreds of thousands of others in America who appreciate the willingness that you've had to stand up for biblical truth and biblical values and not to cower before these ungodly, wicked political officials. And if there's any pastors here, or let me just ask you folks, pass this on to your pastor so they can hear what a true pastor with courage sounds like. And then challenge your pastor to get off his, you know, duff, get up out of his seat and start leading the congregation in fighting this evil like Dr. Pulaski's done. If we don't stand and fight, I'm telling you what. All it does, here, here's, an, here's an adage. Here's an old saying we have in America. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men and women to do nothing. 
Pastor Pulaski's doing something. He's standing, and one man with a stiff spine will rally thousands of others, and you're doing that right now here in America, here in Houston, Texas, Pastor Pulaski, and I want to thank God for you and pray God's continued blessing on your ministry, and we're here to help you. And I am going to hang up. I'm going to, I'm going to send you money personally to your church, and uh, from me, I'm going to send you $1,000 minimally, and I may give you more than that. Uh, but I want to give that to you to help you fight for what you're doing, and I thank God for you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You know, we know how the story ends, sir. We know that we win in the end because with God, you always win. We just have to unite, and we have to shine the light. We have to be truly the salt. We cannot allow to be lukewarm, apathetic, uninterested, self-centered, selfish people anymore. We have to go out there. We have to do what Jesus did. It says in the word of God, he says, if you love me. So my question to the Christians and to the pastors is, do you love God? He says, if you love me, obey my commandments. And he said this, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. We are not to sit behind the Zoom chats. We are to go out there and be the light in the darkness. And this is a dark time right now. God is expecting you and me to say, here I am, Lord, use me. God bless you, Pastor Pulaski, your challenge. You challenge each and every one of us, and you challenge me personally. Thank God for you. And let us know how we can help you in any way, sir. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.